1: Welcome to the show. Ivy Nation Sports Talk is up and rolling with Vince D'Addario. I'm Sean
2: Styers. How are you today, Vincent? I am fantastic. A little chilly today here in northern Indiana, but uh, the sun is now finally out, which is nice. I know uh, It hasn't been out all day, but uh, it's out now. So, you know, I'm not going to complain. I'll, we'll take what we get.
1: Enjoy it while you got it today. It's supposed to rain, yeah. I see, again, like all day tomorrow. So we'll see what that looks like but it is it's like it feels like uh feels like it's march <laughs> right now
2: <laughs> yeah it's it's like 50 something degrees and you know whatever but hey it's okay it's okay that's exactly <clears throat> right glad to have
1: you with us on the one-year anniversary of ib nation sports talk and as i was logging in i saw someone when i saw his handle i don't think we've seen old Steiny for a while he says happy anniversary IB Nation saw Sean's tweet earlier. We, I, I think that Stymie's been MIA for a while. Glad to have you back, Stymie.
2: Yeah, it's good. To get he's Bill just G's been lurking.
1: Hasn't
2: been. Well, that's true. Could yeah. be a lurker. We'll We're gonna lurkers. talk
1: some TV. It is the one year anniversary though, and I was thinking about this today, sort of the origin of how we got to this hmm. point. You know, like right, you and I go back a long time, obviously. And I was thinking, like if 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 I go all the way back, you know, I moved here in October of the year 2000, middle of the football okay. season, co-hosted Notre Dame football pregame show with a guy who uh, whose on-air name was Taylor Richards. Did that for two-plus years. And uh, then he left to pursue another line of work. You can put it that he, way. He's in radio now. Um, you know, he kind of went back and forth, like, in and out of radio, doing some other things. You now might, well, you now do know him as Corey Mann, his real name on Pulse FM, if you live here in town, if you know that name, Corey Mann slash Taylor Richards back in the day. Taylor, Taylor Corey, you know, he went by Taylor, but he would host the uh, the pep rallies inside. Lou no Joyce kidding. And all that kind of stuff. I did not back know that. Yep. He was the MC of the pep rallies, the Notre Dame pep rallies and all that stuff. So if you were around back then from like, I think he might have started it 1999-ish to 2002-ish, something like that. He was hosting the pep rallies. He'd get booed by the student body now and then. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. That's kind of harsh. But Taylor leaves, and so a guy named Andy Budzinski, who was the Notre Dame Leprechaun, he's a a, a Notre Dame alum. He was the Leprechaun in 1993. He did the show with me for a year. And then Andy decides, (laughs) this is, you know, Relatively, you know, a couple years post nine eleven, he he was one of these guys. You know, didn't become a firefighter and that kind of thing, but he kind of was like, that was sort of a moment for him. He's like, what am I going to do with my life? Kind of thing. He left radio and decided to become a priest, and yeah. he spent the next six years over in Columbus, Ohio. He's a priest. He uh, he is now with the uh, the Fort Wayne diocese. Okay. Um, church in fort wayne he's a priest over there but when andy left 2004 you know i'm doing a a uh, getting ready to launch a talk show on the local espn affiliate still doing u93 stuff and you know the pregame and all that kind of stuff we did a little contest called the notre dame football dream job challenge and this strapping young man <laughs> young at the time
2: <laughs> yeah i was gonna say
1: Wins the contest. What was his name, Vince?
2: Uh, it was Vince.
1: It was Vince. It was right.
2: this guy. <laughs>
1: Woo! That's exactly right.
2: I so don't know Vince, how. I don't know. I don't know. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The check must have cleared. <laughs> <laughs> Something along those lines. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't ask him any trivia. No. No, Notre God, Dame no. trivia no. Don't do that. That was your That was your one gray area. That was my Achilles heel. For like a history ready. major, it was like... This guy knows no sports history. It was horrible. It was absolutely <laughs> horrible. I'll never forget that, though, because I was like just post-college, getting ready to get married, living on my own, listening to sports talk radio, and all of a sudden I hear about this, this contest. I was like, all right, well, why not? You had to like write a paragraph about why you think you'd be good at it or whatever, and so uh-huh. I submitted that in, and you gave me a call, and I will never forget you gave me, like, it was like a pre-screening, like, interview over the phone. I remember that. Not and specifically remember,
1: your interview, but I remember right. that, doing that with everybody. Yeah, But I
2: remember you called me, and I was home alone. I was living, I, I was actually renting a room from a guy. Okay. Uh, because I didn't want to get into a lease because I was about to get married, and I didn't, you know, <laughs> it's like that in-between period. You know what I mean? So I'm literally renting a room from this guy in downtown South Bend and you called me and you're you're interviewing me and i'm literally standing on my bed like walking around on my bed because i was like so kind of fired up about it and i'm like walking around on my bed as i'm talking to you i've never told you that story before i don't think so <laughs> but yeah so i was so excited that you even called me um and you probably had like you know five people actually try to be it and i was one of them but it doesn't matter i was super pumped up
1: we had a lot of people submit entries and you know we pared it down we had a final four we did these live shows and we put oh, yeah. everybody through like through these different you know tests i think it was just the final four guys got to go over to training camp that year and interview a player and you know That's doing a lot right. of right you remember that
0: i forgot about that
1: yeah yeah i kind of i kind of got some grief you know from one of the sids about you know oh you're gonna use a nose as your guinea pig or whatever it's like <laughs> come on man it's a media scrum you know it's not like yeah, right. know, there's a lot of one-on-one stuff going on but in any case now. so we did a daily talk show together yes for a few years on on the espn affiliate we did the pregame show together till 2007 u93 decides they wanted out of the notre dame game um you know because again they had the broadcast rights to all the notre dame stuff the broadcast rights end up going to wsbt and so they uh, they eliminated my position. They're like, well, we're no, we're not doing Notre Dame sports anymore, so we don't need a sports guy. Uh, so I was kind of a free agent, kind of bounced around, did some different things for a few yep. years. 2011, I go to work for ISD where I work with one Brian Driscoll. For a That's year. right. Now this was Brian was there first, and then he decides he's going to go back into coaching football. Yep. He goes back, he coaches for two or three years um i stayed for a couple years you kind of took his spot more or less right right like he and he and the other sean a guy named sean mealy who i still am in touch with every now and then we kind of mealy was a former player actually Mm -hmm. played for brian kelly in the grand valley state days back in the late 80s early 90s uh and van gorder too for that matter but uh so so mealy kind of took over the analyst stuff i took over the beat writing type stuff you know we did some podcasts now that kind of thing now and then
0: we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast
3: MypatriotSupply.com. So I, you know, I stay for a couple of years, then I go,
1: you know, I'm coaching baseball, you know, doing more of the coaching baseball and, and some other stuff for a little while. Meantime, Vince goes to work for ISD. Brian comes back. I don't know
2: exactly which it does, basically. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah.
1: And then Brian goes to work for Blue and Gold. I think you were doing some stuff for them as well, right?
2: Yep. And because then, of him. Yeah.
1: Right. And then eventually, Brian starts Irish Breakdown. Vince comes to work at Irish Breakdown. In the meantime, if you remember, the guest that I had about two weeks ago, the guy who collects Sports Illustrated magazines, a guy named Jim Kehoe, he was in charge at WSBT Radio. And also, he was the husband of the lady who originally hired me back at U93 all those years ago. So we had kind of known each other. You know, like at one point he tried to get me when they first got the contract, he tried to get me to come over and do hockey. I'm
2: oh, like, dude, dude mm. I don't know
1: anything about how, you know, like the whole thing. It's like, I just don't know about that. Wouldn't but, that
2: have changed some people's futures?
1: I know. But then this is around 2016. I run into her, Casey Daniels, her on-air name, at the store. Didn't think much of it, but she tells Jim that she, she sees me. Jim and I end up having lunch. Ipso facto, but but bing but boom I end up going to work for WSBT part-time at first, but it turns into a full-time gig about six months in. Vince comes to work there and Brian is back on the beat. And, you know, and so I'd see Brian at games and press conferences and stuff like that. We decide on, on our talk show, sports beat. Brian would come on and do a weekly segment. And, uh, you know, so he starts doing this weekly segment on the show. I'm at WSBT for six years. They decided last year, hey, budget cut, cool. <laughs> so Brian calls me up, says, hey, I've got an idea. And of course the idea was this show. So here we are all these years later. That's kind of the different points in the path that, that led us yep. to this. And uh, you know, I've just got to say many thanks to Brian for, for taking a chance on me and taking a chance on this whole thing, bringing me aboard. I've told you I know before, Vince, like the show we're doing now Hopefully, people enjoy it, and we definitely appreciate the people who are here, you know, with us all the time, listening, watching, and all that stuff. I think we're, we, you know, we've like as much as you and I have done different shows together over the years. We've sort of uh, honed it. I won't say refined it, but we've honed it anyway, <laughs> and we're doing like the best version of the show we were probably yeah. trying to do about eighteen years ago. That was a lot more duct tape, and you know, like a lot more MacGyver. <laughs> To try to get that, you know, we've talked about, we did a talk show one time to get ourselves some publicity. One of our sales guys uh, rented, he and his roommates rented this house on the corner of McKinley and Twickenham, and we did a live show in his yard one day.
2: Yes, we did. <laughs>
1: Just to, you know, to like try to get something for us out there. We've come a long way since doing a live show in Mark Porter's yard out there on McKinley. <laughs>
2: Those were the fun days though. I mean it you never it really fun. knew what was going to happen and I I was in awe the entire time just having a blast doing shows with you and and developing our friendship and and all of that and when everything was going down with you a year ago and Brian calls me up he's like do you, do you think Sean would like would want to come work at Irish Breakdown? I was like, "What? Like that's a possibility? <laughs> like we that this can happen? I said, yeah, I guarantee he'd love it. Yes. Give him a call. And the rest is history. And we were going to start this show in July. Remember that? And we decided right. because of what Notre Dame baseball was doing, we need to get on the air and we need to talk about this. And so, yeah. And that, that was, you know, that was why this is
1: the anniversary of it right. because I had been kind of like, you know, look, you know, I've been doing this and you know, I needed to kind of clear my mind a little bit. So, you know, cause like Brian wanted me to kind of get, Get started sooner, than, and I'm like, look, I just need to take a couple weeks off. You know, they screwed me out of vacation time and stuff like that. <laughs> like, you know, because that's how it always is. It's like you don't you're saving the vacation up, sure, you use it when you want it, and then you end up eating it. You know, when right. stuff like playoffs oh, yeah. happen. You know, that's they what, gave that's what happened to me. Severance, but yeah, that's
2: what happened to me when I left South Bend and came over to Penn. It's like yeah. I had all these sick days. It was like, oh well, um, okay. <laughs>
1: Thank you very much Nathan. We Thanks, appreciate Nathan.
2: you as well and, I, and we appreciate And I saw your question you know, earlier Na- Nathan and I've got it starred. I will answer it. it
1: yeah, and the by the way, somebody asked aren't the uh the radio games on Sunny 101.5? I think <clears throat> you said the home games all of the Notre Dame um football games are on Sunny 101.5 as well as uh 960 AM WSBT in the local market. And of course, they also broadcast Notre Dame women's basketball, which of course I still do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, Notre hockey. Dame hockey, Notre nope. Dame men's basketball. And I think that's it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. there's no I more baseball anymore.
2: Yeah. Yep. I think that's it. And then I don't know how much longer they're going to be in the game, to be honest with you. Like, it sounded like they want it out too, but we'll, we'll see how that we'll goes. See. not really our issue. So, uh, somebody else was asking if they can get the radio broadcast down in Florida. And I, all you got to do is just go uh, on the the Odyssey.com or the yeah. Odyssey app. You can find it there. But I know und.com, you can hit the affiliates link and it'll show you all of the radio affiliates throughout the country. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there's one in Florida. But you're right. The Odyssey app is the easiest way to go about it uh, by far. I That's how yeah, I would for, listen to your games, uh, the, the women's basketball games, is on the Odyssey app, actually.
1: For football, there are obviously a lot of affiliates around the country right the other sports there aren't nearly as many um affiliates around the country so yeah the odyssey app is the easiest and odyssey is spelled (laughs) a-u-d-a-c-y yeah odyssey is uh is how it's pronounced it looks like like when you first see it it looks like you should be saying audacity but then you look at it and it's right it's odyssey a-u-d-a-c-y and you can get all the notre dame broadcasts of all the different sports through that app so that's how you do it so that was a long story it was long way it was good long way of one year ago we started up this show and again we appreciate everyone who hangs out with us um you know all the time and uh couldn't do it without you um should I just say hit the like button just for the hell of it? Or <laughs> might as well. Yeah. I mean,
2: that, so would, that would be great. Anyway, <laughs> everybody does that. Hit that like button, the subscribe button, the notification bell, all that fun stuff. Right. And, uh, but it's because of everybody that's in the chat and everybody that listens and watches that it allows you and I to get together and have a good time all right. the time, basically. So I appreciate it personally.
1: Exactly. We do appreciate it. We appreciate you for uh, for being here once again. So the subject of the show today, get to the point: Steyers and the Dario is <laughs> is um, where Notre Dame's TV contract is going to land next year. The Irish have this season, or not next year? Where the Irish have this season and next season left on the NBC contract. Right. And uh, when NBC Sports chairman Pete Bavacqua, was announced last week that he's going to be the successor to Jack Swarbrick. You know, things blow up, and that's what everyone's wondering. Where is it going to go? And, of course, you've got a lot of people who think that because of, you know, the fact that he's coming from NBC Sports, that it's a, you know, it's like a rubber stamp deal. It's a done deal. They're going to stay with NBC Sports. Um, What we thought we would do, though, today, is kind of go through each of the networks and look at, what their properties, you know, what what their college football properties slash programming is going to look like two years from now. And what what could what could lead to a good fit for Notre Dame, especially if Notre Dame is going to go someplace else.
2: It's going to be very interesting. And you did all the I'm going to give you all the credit. You did all the homework, figured out what everybody's getting right now, what it looks like, what Notre Dame's getting right now. And I really don't, I don't think Notre Dame is going to have a problem uh, with their TV contract. I, you know, from a dollars and cents standpoint, you know, I'm sure that they have a number in their mind of where they want to get to, but I don't think they're going to have a problem getting to where they need to be to still be financially viable within the market. You know, I, I I think they're going to have options to be honest with you. I think they're going to have a lot of options and I think it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun to see kind of how this thing goes down. I, I'm not saying that it's all going to be out there and in the public, uh, but I we're, we're going to get stories, I'm sure, about how this thing goes down and 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 what people were offering and, and all of those different things. I I really do not think that just because uh, Pete Bavakwa came from NBC that NBC is a done deal. I he he worked there, yes, but that doesn't mean that there's some sort of backhanded deal ready to go down but, with NBC. Like, I don't see how the two things marry each other. He was a TV executive, which right. to me means he's going to have TV executive insider information on how to get a TV deal done Especially for Notre Dame.
1: NBC Sports, you know, insider right. information. He knows what the numbers look like there. <clears throat> exactly. He knows what they're, as of right now, prepared to go up to. And, you know, again, he's a Notre Dame alum first. Yes. Like, well, you know, after that announcement last week, there were the, the videos where he's sitting there talking to Swarbrick, talking about his love for Notre Dame and all that kind of stuff, which you would expect. He's a proud Notre Dame alum. Sure. And he's also like, when you look at the the course of his career, which is what, around 25-ish years so
2: far, 25, sure. 26. I think he's about 50, right? Like, a little the old. bulk
1: of it, yeah. yeah. The but, but the bulk of it has been actually spent, you know, working – something golf related. He worked for CAA, you know, for, for a handful of years, but he worked PGA and do, but but on that side in, as we've talked about before, he's negotiated TV contracts on both sides of the deal. When he was working in golf, he negotiated TV contracts for the golf properties. And when he, you know, spent the last four years, you know, three plus whatever it was, working for NBC, he was negotiating contracts on behalf of the TV network. So he's and he's a lawyer, you know, and like right, right. a very distinguished lawyer, you know, like from his you know, between cum laude and, you know, when he was at Notre Dame and and you know, the the degree with honors from Georgetown as a lawyer, you know, it's like it's a very he's a very sharp guy with with a mm-hmm. very good background. And yeah, I completely agree. I, I just because he worked for NBC, I wouldn't leap to the conclusion that that automatically means it's good. Now that doesn't mean it's not going there, but I just, sure. I don't leap. Like he's on the Notre Dame side of this now, just like before he went to NBC, he was on the PGA side of it. And then he went to NBC and I'm sure what got him the job at NBC was the job that he did negotiating on that side. You know, people take note of those
2: kind of things. Absolutely. And Come July 1st, his paycheck is coming from Notre Dame, not NBC. And, you know, I'm sure that there's going to be opening round talks, you know, some preliminary stuff probably coming up fairly soon, I would imagine, because they're going to have this deal set in place before the other one expires, obviously. And there's two football seasons left on the NBC deal. So, you know, what is that going to look like? When are they going to start doing it? I just feel like Notre Dame got themselves an ace in the hole in this in this negotiating uh, time frame, you know what I mean, because he's gonna. It's just like Joe said. He said, "I think uh, it means he knows the business and will get the best deal and leverage NBC against everyone else." Yeah, I mean, how can you not do that? You have all this information about what NBC has, what their numbers are, and all that. How can you not use that to get the best deal possible and whatever that looks like? And exactly, you know. And the other part of it is, you know, we have to remember. <clears throat> Notre Dame is only only has home games for sale. They they don't have away games for sale. Correct. So that's not... part of the
1: ACC deal. And you know Correct. Notre Dame. I know I know we've mentioned this before, but there's the NBC contract currently that's that's generating around like fifteen twenty million ish per year, something like that. And then there's Notre Dame's part in the ACC contract and that grant of rights, which also just like the rest of the conference runs through 2036 but since notre dame is not a full-fledged member they don't get as big a share but they're still getting ab- around 10 million bucks per year right change, from the right? acc <clears throat> yeah exactly
2: yeah so there's <laughs> other pieces of this that it's not just it's not just the the tv contract that they're tr- they're looking to sign it's all of these little things and you got to add them all together and if you do that i don't think notre dame's gonna have a problem getting to where they need to be right
1: So like when you look at the other entities out there, of course we like the SEC and the big 10 just signed their big TV contracts last year. The SEC's per school payout is expected to be around hundred million per school by 2028. It's not there yet. It's like an escalating kind of deal that'll get there. Big 10's expected to be at 75 million by 2025. And that of course, 2025 is when Notre Dame's next TV deal would, uh, would begin. So the major entities that you've potentially got involved with in this, you've got NBC, of course, you've got CBS, you've got Fox, and then you've got the ESPN slash Disney, which of course involves ABC as well. And then you have, right. you know, the streamers in there. I, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what extent, Yeah, you know, because obviously NBC has Peacock, like, to what extent, you know, even, like, Paramount, Apple, Amazon, you know, like... Right. Paramount, I could I couldn't, I couldn't see Notre Dame doing an exclusive streaming no, package. I couldn't no. see them leaving linear broadcast TV for an exclusive exclusive streaming package. I still think that that will be, like, an add-on part of the deal to whatever It'll like, it be streamed, but, It'll be part of it. It'll be
2: part of it, because, I mean, let's be honest, streaming is the wave of the future, and to be honest with you, they'd be silly to not have a streaming partner. Now I am not saying the exclusively on a streaming, you know, situation. I'm not a huge fan of that anyway. Uh, I I don't like the fact that one game is only on Peacock. Now, granted, (coughs) excuse me, it's a home game. So it doesn't matter to me again. That's me being selfish. I'm there watching it in person, but at the, but at the same time, I don't like that scenario of it only being on an app. So I do like the simulcast idea. I think they do have to have a streaming partner. I think that has to be a part of it if mm-hmm. they want to be ahead of the curve, so to speak, right? So I do think there needs to be a streaming partner involved.
1: It would be interesting if, you know, like ESPN, Disney, obviously, you know, they've got their ESPN Plus. They've got an automatic sure. streaming partner. CBS, I guess they've got Paramount Sure. now. Fox. Does Fox? I think Fox has something, but it's they called have, something else.
2: There's a like, Fox Sports app. I mean, I, I watch uh, I watch Fox on an app. So I mean, they do have the Fox Sports app. So that does exist.
1: Yeah. So I mean, pretty much everyone has some sort of streaming. You know, like the the traditional, you know, linear networks and all that. Um, so here's kind of where, you know, the Big Ten is obviously, Fox. Has the uh, premier package thirty plus football games? CBS and NBC are going to have fifteen to sixteen games each, and of course, Big Ten ended a forty-year relationship with ESPN. NBC has the sixteen primetime games. You know, so you've got you know three different networks involved there with the Big Ten. They're excited about it, obviously. Pac-12, we don't know exactly what that's going to look like. They're currently on ESPN and Fox that expires next year. According to reports last week, they're getting close to maybe getting a deal done. We'll see what that looks like. Okay. ACC.
2: We know where they're at. We know where they are <clears throat> through
1: 2036. They're with ESPN. And of course, that includes the ACC network. And you know the Big Ten network is part of the Fox as well, because Fox owns Big Ten network. Big 12 just re-signed a deal with Fox and ESPN That runs through 2031. They didn't sign a really long-term deal, a little bit shorter, so they can sort of reevaluate, I guess, you know, not get stuck like the ACC. And, of course, the SEC is going to be on ESPN through 2034. Now, we're talking about, like, when the contract begins, that's where these places, you know, 2025, that's where these will be. The SEC still, I think part of their stuff will still be on CBS this year. CBS okay. has got to kind of split time between SEC and the Big Ten. But beginning next year, SEC will all be on you know, Disney, ESPN, and the Big Ten. You know, Their stuff will be like CBS afternoon. So let's go through these kind of one at a time, each of the networks. Right. We'll talk about what's there and what the fit is for Notre Dame. Should we just start at the top? Yeah. NBC, since that's where things
2: are right now. I think that's let's let's see what they've got come 2025. Where are they going to be? So in
1: 2025, NBC will, of course, have the Big Ten primetime games, as well as they're responsible for eight Peacock games per season. They've obviously got the most inventory, like when you look at time slots available, all that kind of stuff. You know, their only commitment is primetime. So what do you think?
2: Well, the biggest issue with NBC moving forward is Notre Dame likes to do one to two primetime games a year. If those are not Big Ten teams, then where does that leave Notre Dame for those primetime games?
1: Well, legitimate question, but for example, I asked someone during the spring, someone who knows about... You know, Notre whether or not Notre Dame's primetime sure. games on NBC would be affected. I was told, you know, guaranteed they're still going to be there, and you pretty much know which games they are. And when the schedule was announced, we knew which games they are: Ohio State sure. and USC. So, from what I've, from what I gather, if Notre Dame were to stay on NBC, that would not be an issue. Like two Notre Dame home games per season would not be an issue. Okay. In, that, in those primetime slots. Okay. Now, especially if they're Big Ten games, though.
2: Well, right. And I know and by then to, USC will to, be Big Ten.
1: Right. USC would be Big Ten. So that's taken care of. But would NBC, you know, in negotiating this deal, try to press Notre Dame to get more Big Ten teams on the schedule so that those could be, you know.
2: The prime time kill two games.
1: birds with one stone, just like with Notre Dame and Ohio State this year. Sure. For example, it's a Notre Dame broadcast, but oh, it's also a Big Ten game. Would would NBC potentially try to negotiate to get Notre Dame to play more, you know, Michigan, Michigan State, Wisconsin, Purdue, whoever it happens to be? Sure. So that those games could naturally find their way into primetime and you didn't even have to work around Notre Dame because they were already playing a Big Ten team.
2: No, I, I think it'll come up. I, I think it'll come up. The, the question is, how much leverage do we think NBC would have in that particular negotiation? Well,
1: but my question is, I guess to be more specific, if you're Notre Dame, mm-hmm. would you want your TV partner dictating that? Like, would no. you have a problem with with your TV partner trying to well, tell you who? Not, and we're not saying I, they are, but sure, I think sure. it's a, I think it's a logical question because of the fact that that NBC's primetime package is exclusive to Big Ten right
2: now. I, I said no very quickly. Uh, I need to re I, I want to take that back. Uh, you know it's all a negotiation, right? I don't have I really don't have a problem with Notre Dame scheduling some big ten teams. I, I don't really have an issue with that the 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 issue would be, okay, let's say Notre Dame goes out and schedules Purdue, for example, for a home and home or whatever. Is that really going to be a primetime game? You know, I mean, you, I think you're fairly limited when you're talking well, about who those teams could be in but prime remember, time. like,
1: you know, we've gone through some of what these games are gonna be. Like the big noon slot is actually the more marquee, you know, on Fox absolutely is the more marquee. That's where the more marquee matchups are going to be. And CBS actually in that three thirty time slot, which we'll get to here next, you know, those are gonna be big ten games as well. So in many cases, if not most. The NBC primetime games are actually going to be the third best game of the week, if not even lower, depending on how much they try to balance the schedule. You know, just like the NFL once, you know, everyone had to have a Thursday game or, you know, they they used to say everyone had to have a Monday night game and that kind of stuff where you try to get as many of the teams on there as possible. So, I I mean, for me, even if it's Purdue or Iowa or whoever, Mm -hmm. if they're playing against Notre Dame, That automatically makes it a much better matchup than they're gonna have otherwise.
2: I guess I'm looking at it from a Notre Dame standpoint. Like, would I personally as a as a fan get up for that as a primetime game? Because Notre Dame in the past, their primetime games are like USC, Ohio State. Like they're they're big deal games. And those aren't big deal games to me. You know what I mean? And yes, they probably could. That would make me even more mad that it was a primetime game, though, because I don't like primetime games in the first place, because of how late we have to stay up. Right? I can get over it if it's a big time opponent, if they're playing Minnesota,
1: like, if they're playing, yeah. If it's that worthy do of primetime, it if yeah. it's worthy of primetime, is what you're saying?
2: Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like that doesn't that doesn't do it I don't for me.
1: Disagree. And yeah. I'll go ahead and throw Michael's. Nope, that wasn't Michael. It was Decaf eighteen. Has there been a kickoff time announced yet for the Ireland game? Yes, it'll be at two thirty Eastern time.
2: Yeah, terrible go time to their, for me.
1: Yeah, if you go to their schedule, they've got them up there.
2: But it is what it is right now.
1: Yeah, so that'll be interesting. You know, like to me, you you know, like if if NBC wanted that, like, hey, could you schedule more Big Ten teams? That would be a definite monetary negotiating point.
2: Oh, me. absolutely. I mean, there's a lot of things you'd be willing to do for money. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, and I get that, and I like I said, it would be a negotiation. I just wouldn't be overly enthusiastic about being the third-tier Big Ten game and it gets stuck in well, prime yeah. time. Like, that it's would like suck. Texas Sorry.
1: A&M is coming on the schedule. Mm-hmm. Who are you going to get more excited about, Texas A&M or Minnesota?
2: Right. As, That's you know. easy because you want to kick yeah. Jimbo Fisher's butt. <laughs> right? right? I mean – yeah, it uh, and and Jason says Iowa is one of those teams that you walk away respecting. Usually, that's great, but I don't want to walk away at eleven o'clock at night respecting them,
3: <laughs>
1: right?
2: I, you know what I mean? Like that's not let what I want to
1: do. Let let the let NBC and the Big Ten have that on <laughs> if that's what they want to have on. But right. I'd rather I'd rather walk away from Notre Dame Stadium after seeing Clemson or USC or Ohio Correct. State
2: or Alabama
1: or Texas A and M and on and on and on. Correct. Yes.
2: Absolutely. So. Yeah. That would be – it would be a negotiating point, but it it would be a tough pill to swallow taking that third-tier game. It really would.
1: Right. Exactly. So, NBC – you know, again, like, just when you look at the inventory they have available between the fact that you've got basically all afternoon to have the majority of your games, and then you're probably talking about what it is right now, two primetime games per season. Sure. Sure there's there's a lot of wiggle room on the NBC side of where you can you know where Notre Dame fits. Notre Dame was there previously you know they took on the Big Ten I think with some planning that it would be the Big Ten and Notre Dame. there's still you know there's still negotiations that have to be worked out but it certainly there's a there's a wide open slate there because NBC has had so little in the in the way of college football with the exception of Notre Dame for the last 30 plus years.
2: yeah good point.
1: CBS. So again, the SEC is leaving CBS. They're going to get the Big Ten instead. And it's that 330 time slot. What makes that difficult for me to see Notre Dame potentially landing at CBS is that that 330 time slot. Like, if that is going to be fixed, there's not going to be, you know, like, would they be willing to push yeah. a big 10 game back to 4 or 430? You know, so you like in would Notre Dame have to have a noon home kickoff, which they've avoided doing
2: yes, they forever,
1: have. you know, and, you know, on the other side of that, if it's kicking off at three 30, you know, would you, you know, where the, the fact that those big 10 games as of right now are scheduled to be right in the middle of the afternoon yep. in three 30 window kind of complicates things. It seems like if they were, if CBS was going to take on Notre Dame full
2: time, I don't think it complicates things. I think it eliminates them. If I'm being honest, I don't. I just don't see Notre Dame, A, going to noon games. I don't see it. And B, I don't see them giving up that 230, 330 time slot. That I mean, granted, my history is, you know, whatever it is, right? Middle 90s until now. They love that 230 to 330 time slot, man. And they're, they're going to go kicking and screaming to give that up. And I just, I think it eliminates CBS. I really do. As much as that... Potentially pains me to say, because I think they'd still be an upgrade from an announcing standpoint and all of those different things. I think it would be an upgrade over NBC. Mm -hmm. I think they've eliminated themselves. It's just not a conducive Notre Dame product right now.
1: It seems like it would definitely make things difficult if that's what you were you know, if you wanted to go that direction. Chi Town says CBS if we can get Dick Enberg or Jim Nance. And um, it might be hard to get Enberg considering he passed away six years ago. I was but, gonna say. <laughs> I was actually watching on the NFL network, they had like a a nineteen ninety-six Denver Broncos Jacksonville Jaguars game, and it was Enberg and Paul McGuire. I think that was wow. Paul McGuire, right? Doing the that was like that was like it was just music to my ears to hear those guys <laughs> doing the game together. That was that's that was, great. That was fun getting to watch some of that.
2: But yeah, I don't. I think NBC's out of the picture. I don't, I don't even think that they're even a viable CBS, option. I'm sorry, CBS. CBS. I think yeah. CBS is out of the picture. I, that afternoon time slot well. is is so vital to what Notre Dame wants to be. And yeah,
1: and and again, that is that's basically going to be their bread and butter as of next right. year is Big 10 in that yeah. time slot. That's part of right. the contract.
2: So, yeah. I don't see it. I don't see it. When you put it out, when you lay it out there like this, I think CBS has eliminated themselves if they were ever even involved right. in the first place.
1: Yeah, how interested they were. Now, yeah. Fox FS1, they've got you know, they've got the Big 10, they've got the Big 12, maybe Pac 12 depending mm-hmm. on you know if they keep the Pac 12 on Obviously, if it's a choice between Notre Dame and the Pac-12, I don't think that there is a choice. But at the sure. same time, it sounds like a, a you know a Pac-12 deal is going to be done here, maybe within the next week or so. So you know we'll find out pretty quickly. But you know again, like they've got the big noon games, and then really they're not fixed like these other like CBS. Right. You know is fixed with that three thirty with the Big Ten. NBC is fixed with prime time. Fox is in a place especially since they have FS1, FS2, and all that stuff, where they can, you know, there are different things that they can do. Like, would you prefer having Tennessee State and or Central Michigan on FS1 as opposed to just the Peacock app, for example? Now, Tennessee State is going to be on NBC. I'm just using that. Right, right, right. Those, like the lower tiered home games, basically. But that's where they probably put it. Yeah, if
2: it meant the other games were going to be on Fox, I would take it. I really would. Uh, I, I would have no problem with that. I think that you know, obviously Fox has the big noon kickoff. Notre Dame doesn't want to play at noon, so they can still have their big noon kickoff. Can you imagine the lineup of a the big noon kickoff is the biggest Big Ten game of the week, followed by Notre Dame. Yeah, come on, that's like a that's a lineup right there.
1: Fox because they're really only fixed <clears throat> to that big noon kickoff. They seem like, you know, even though they have other entities, you know, again, they have the cable channels as well, but it seems like they have more afternoon and evening flexibility. Again, you're only talking about two primetime games during a season and the rest kicking off, you know, like again, if if the big noon game obviously is kicking off at noon, then maybe Notre Dame's home games kick off at around four o'clock as opposed to 3.30. You know, something like that, and then of course you've got a couple, two primetime games. Seems like there is a lot of, of leeway there for Fox if they really wanted to get in the Notre Dame business.
2: I, I think they could just knock it out of the park if they get Notre Dame. I, that's that's a lineup I can get on board with. And then uh, as the primetime game, quote unquote, right? Uh, you either have Notre Dame there, okay, fine, or you have the whatever the big Pac-12 game is if that still exists in 2025, right? Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> there's a lot. That could be one heck of a triple header uh, on most weeks, I, I would I would come to think. So I think that would be fantastic.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, you know, I think that there are some possibilities there. And then, of course, you have ESPN, Disney, ABC. They're going to have all of the SEC games. They're going to have all of the ACC games, as well as some Big 12 games, maybe Pac-12, depending on Typically, like for ESPN, Pac 12 is more like the Pac 12 after dark type stuff, you know, like the late night kickoffs. People actually, you know, like the networks actually value that because there's nothing else really going on in that late night window, you know, where like Notre Dame primetime game ends and you can flip over and still watch some Pac 12 football. Yeah. And that kind of thing obviously you know so again they they have more entities but they also have abc espn espn2 espn sure. and espn plus to you know that that they can throw out there to handle all the inventory
2: i mean espn has obviously the most options to carry multiple entities i mean and they've shelled out the most money for for tv football right to the sec so you got that going for you uh you know obviously most notre dame games would be on abc i would i would come to think and you know you'd get the occasional game on espn and then you pretty much have all of your notre dame product on the espn disney abc family of networks right because most of the away games are picked up by espn or abc and then all your home games would be there as well so it'd be one big nice tidy package i suppose uh I don't know. To me, you you get the most flexibility, I guess, with with that one. And if they're willing to shell out the money, not SEC money, but big money, then yeah, I mean, you have to take them seriously. Absolutely.
1: How much, you know, and I've seen people, and we've talked about it before as well, talking about the quality of the broadcast, the sort of the intimacy of the broadcast, being more Notre Dame, you know, like that kind of stuff. Sure. Like it seems like with, with ESPN slash Disney, you know, being, you know, they obviously have college game day and just, you know, the ESPN family has to cover everything because they're right. ESPN. I guess how much of that, you know, sort of, you know, that, I don't, I don't, you know, family feel, you know, for lack of a better sure. word, you know, sort of that intimacy, like how much of the personal touch are you going to get potentially from them if they're the ones it,
2: doing, yeah, it. it would be interesting because obviously ESPN unabashedly, they, they plug their entities, right? I mean, they, they are sec homers all the way. And anybody that says differently isn't watching, right? I mean, it just is what it is. So if Notre Dame now becomes their entity, their property or whatever, you're going to see a lot more pro Notre Dame takes on ESPN. And, you know, Is that good? Is that bad? I I know there's a lot of anti-ESPN people, and I get that. But there's also people that want Notre Dame to remain to be independent. And if they give the best, you know, deal, then, you know, then so be it. Um, I don't know. They're not my top choice, if I'm being honest. But there's a lot of other bad decisions they could make. (laughs) Well, what do you think about...
1: Like, it, would a combined package make any sense? Like, say sure. CBS was willing to do the two primetime games. And, you know, Fox would take on the rest of the games, like the non-primetime games. You know, something along those lines. Would splitting it up make any sense?
2: The only way it makes sense to me, because Notre Dame has just, they've banked themselves on having a network. You know, this is Notre Dame's network, right? And I, I feel like, the price would have to be right uh, in order for them to split up like the big 10 did. And, but the big 10 did it. So they get a bigger paycheck. Uh, and, and I get that. And I don't, I'm not knocking them. I get it. So, I mean, if the price was right, I think you explore it. I think you explore all possibilities. Uh, if you're Notre Dame, ideally, I think they want to be in one place. I think so too.
1: Shytown says he likes the idea of a Notre Dame Homer cast. And uh, that's yep. something I talked about last year, like whether you want to call it a homer cast, you know, like a use the streamer, like say it stays on NBC, use Peacock to do, you know, like a, a Manning cast type deal, right? I've used the Golix as an example, throw the right. Golix in there. And then the Golics have, you know, a couple noted, have like some noted, you know, like Reggie Brooks pops sure. in, you know, Jerome Bettis pops in, you know, all that just just like they
2: do with the Mannings on Monday Night Football. Right See, now. that's where Irish Breakdown comes into play. We could host that <laughs> sort of a thing. There you go. And we could talk Xs and Os and we have the guests come in, they pop in, they pop out. We talk to all those like I mean, we we're are,
1: already set up for it. We, we are right perfectly
2: now. suited for that exact thing. And I think it would be I mean, we did one game last year where we were live during the game, and it mm-hmm. was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, and I think if we you, you had some rolling guests in and out of there, I would love. Honestly, I would love to have an alternate. And I'm joking, obviously, about Irish Breakdown. Although, maybe just put our name in the <laughs> hat. Uh I do think some sort it's of a, a, a yeah, some sort of an alternate stream cast. I think that's a fantastic idea for an app. Like that's how you get the app involved, hundred percent. I think it's a fantastic idea. There's, it's been super successful with the Manning Cast, right? Uh, I think Notre Dame should follow suit, and I think it's such an easy thing to do. They wouldn't have to break the bank to do it. You're gonna get these guys on. You're not gonna have to pay them a bunch of money. Like, it would be a perfect scenario, I think, for a streaming partner.